Okay, recording. How's everybody doing out there? Alright, we're recording there. Hey everyone, just uh, a quickie or maybe a longie, I don't know. Uh, it's Big John Americana, the American way. Uh, up bright and early. <laughs> I have to take a friend to the airy port. Go ahead and follow me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. Well, my dog laps up water. But I was watching these old uh, interviews with <clears throat> the Beatles. And, well, not really the Beatles, but uh, John Lennon and uh, George Harrison. And and George Harrison's a jerk, <laughs> in a way. Anyhow, so it's on the Dick Cavett show. They have John Lennon and Yoko, and I think this is uh, the footage that they su they superimposed Forrest Gump into. And uh, it's two very separate interviews. It's after the Beatles have broken up. And they cut back and forth in this uh, YouTube video. What's the name of it? Uh, Best of John Lennon and George Harrison on the Dick Cavett Show. Slash the Dick Cavett Show. Uh, it's on the Dick Cavett Show channel. And it was published uh, December 9th, 2021. Okay, so. You had John and Yoko doing one interview. And then at a separate time, George Harrison being interviewed by Dick Cavett. Dick Cavett was uh, maybe Jimmy Kimmel of his day. Uh, it was an interview show with celebrities and such. Actually, I didn't never realize how attractive Yoko Ono was in her middle days. Anyhow, uh, but they start talking about drugs and alcohol, and John Lennon says some pretty philosophical stuff here. So I'm gonna kind of play all of it. He starts out talking about uh, Lucy Diamond in the Sky, which was a song of theirs. And people said that uh, Lucy Diamond in the Sky, LSD. I guess that's what people thought back then. I think, does anyone have any idea how much time we do have? Let me confirm quickly a couple rumors with you. But he saw One of them, has it ever been settled whether Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds was a code for anything? It never was, and nobody believes me. I even saw uh, some famous star introducing, I've forgotten who it was, introducing a Lennon McCartney show. And uh, it was Mel Torme saying about how Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds was about LSD. This is the truth. My son came home with a drawing and said, showed me this strange-looking woman flying around. I said, what is it? He said, it's Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. I thought, that's beautiful. I immediately wrote a song about it. The song had gone out, the whole album had been published, and somebody noticed that the, the letters spelt out LSD. And I had no idea about it. And of course, after that, I was checking all the songs to see what the, the letters spelt out. They didn't spell out anything, none of the others. And, uh, it wasn't about that at all, you know. They could do it. Ellen and Rigby. But nobody believes. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was Harry the Horse in a song I wrote called Mr. Kite. The, the lyrics, which I got most of it off, was an old poster for an old-fashioned circus, you know, from the 1800s. And it was all about Pablo Fanky's fair and the horse was there. And they said Henry the Horse was horse, which I didn't know anything about then, you know. And Happiness is a Warm Gun was another one, they said, which was banned on the radio. They said it was about shooting up uh, drugs. And it was, the, it was the front of a gun magazine which said, Happiness is a Warm Gun. You know, they're advertising guns. I thought it was so crazy. But I made a song out of it. Do you ever think of anything, uh, I don't know if you knew Janis Joplin well or Jimi Hendrix we, we or all that. She sent me a birthday tape on my birthday. Huh? Yeah, that, that's pretty crazy. Uh, one, how he came up with the inspiration for songs. Um, I mean, the guy, John Lennon and Paul McCartney, uh, I mean, you gotta say they were bona fide geniuses uh, musically. Um but he, they go into talking about Janis Joplin and Jimi Hendrix, uh, who both died uh, probably not long before this interview was made. Uh, man, Janis Joplin, I always saw, I saw pictures of her, and they must have been towards the end of her life. I thought she was kind of ugly, but I saw pictures of her when she first started, before she got on heroin, and she was kind of a... Uh, cute lady um but joplin and hendrix both died at 27 years old i think hendrix it was pills and janice joplin it was heroin but john lennon's going to talk about drugs and alcohol and maybe if we just treated one another better as a society we would not people would not need drugs and alcohol to uh, fit in and mellow out and things like that. So that's what I really want you to listen for in this interview. And then I'll offer my opinion. Last birthday, Yoko asked all different people to make a tape for me, and she was one of them. And we got it after she died. It arrived in the post saying that she was singing "Happy Birthday" to me in the studio. What do you think could be done about drug overdosing in well, or out of the profession? I think the the basic. When you'll be asked is why do people take drugs of any sort, from alcohol to aspirose to hard drugs? And that question has to be resolved first before you think, well, what can we do for the poor drug addict? Why do we and you and anybody have to have these accessories to normal living to live? I mean, is there something wrong with society that's making us so pressurized that we cannot live in it without guarding ourselves against it? So it's that basic, the problem. I think if people were allowed to be a bit more free and express themselves, they wouldn't have to inhibit themselves by taking drugs to not be hurt. People take drugs and drink so as they don't feel what's going on around them. Mental mm -hmm. freedom for everybody is our goal, you know. That way, you know, it would be a utopia. Yes, right, the freedom. The big freedom, although there'll be excesses, of course there would be excess to an extent, and then it would settle down. In the way the, the porno films don't pull so many people <laughs> in now, so what? It'll, it'll level out. And uh, all forms of freedom will be the same as that. If people are allowed to be completely free, it will, le it will level out and people will be less inhibited and not be frightened of each other and wouldn't have to take drugs to prevent being hurt by each other. So that was, that was pretty philo philosophical from uh, John Lennon there. Uh, <laughs> he, he talked about the porno films. Which is funny because, I mean, porn is like 
bigger now than it's ever been. But and that I don't know that when that uh, interview originally aired, I mean, it had to be in the late '60s. Uh, I, I don't know when did the Beatles break up. I'm not. I became a Beatles fan in college 20 years ago. I thought, like, man, Beatles suck. That's my, like, parents' music. And, uh, actually, it wasn't my parents' music. In fact, nobody that I knew of really liked the Beatles. My my uncle was really into Elvis. My other uncle, I don't know what kind of music he liked when I was a kid. And he's a classic rocker. Uh, my mom listens to every fucking thing but uh uh anyhow so but uh i just always thought you know beatles suck beatles suck beatles are old people music uh and then when i got to college everybody was into the beatles like you guys listen to that old people shit and then i started listening to them and that that's the great tunes. The 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 rit the rhythm they used was unique. It was a, a beat or chords that no other band used. And McCartney and Lennon uh, writing songs together was just you know genius. Uh, and I, I was oh no I didn't get a friend of mine pardon me had Beatle Week. You know, he went and we went and saw Ringo, he and I, and then uh, Paul, my well, him and his wife went and saw Paul McCartney, and then bef a week before Paul McCartney, he saw Sean Lennon, John Lennon's I think youngest son, uh, and he told me the story about how you know, here's this you know fame this rock star the son of a legend and he was my buddy was driving around the block looking for a place to park and he saw Sean Lennon unloading equipment from his uh, van the tour van and so he stopped and uh, got a picture with him and talked to him and uh, Sean Lennon's music is very Beatle-esque in the the beat of the music <clears throat> but to, to get to John Lennon's point, aside from the porn, which I'm now stuck in my head, uh, y you know, what if we spent less time beating people down for being drug users and more time lifting people up when we see that they're down? Uh, and drugs are very addictive. Uh, you know, heroin, meth, fentanyl. Well, fentanyl just flat out kill you, but um, opioids. And I've had friends that have passed away from drugs, uh, um, overdosed on, on drugs, killed themselves with drugs uh, accidentally. Uh, I, I would say one friend's heart and body just finally gave out from uh, abuse and abuse and abuse uh, in the way of drugs and alcohol. And John Lennon kind of nails it on the head 
you know, what if we had more, he, he says more freedom. I don't necessarily think of freedom in the terms of um, less government law, less regulation. But, and I think that he's alluding to that too, but if you were just allowed to be yourself and your next door neighbor didn't open the curtains and look around, what's everybody doing in the neighborhood? Oh, you're uh, one week, one day, whatever. The girls across the street were having cheerleading practice 40 years ago. God, I'm old. Or more, maybe more than 40 years ago. 30, well, 30-something, whatever. And uh, I know my grandmother and the other old bat next door, uh, they were nib-nosing, you know, looking at these, you know, this teenage girl and the boys picked her up and, you know, she was doing a handstand and her feet in the air and the boys patted her on the butt and, you know, and that was like the neighborhood gossip. But what if old biddies, you know, these were women that were uh, the older generation to John Lennon even, you know, the the greatest generation, the depression world war ii era that was so uptight and so like clamped down on the counterculture that john lennon and the beatles uh became a part of what if that older generation just said okay let the let them be at it let them have at it and have their way uh on the uh, baby boomer generation. What if there wasn't, there weren't like preppies and yuppies and uh, divisions in our schools where this <clears throat> this group of kids were the smart ones and even the teachers treated them like, oh, you're going to be the next great things. And in him, inadvertently accidentally you had these kids over here that were like the poorer kids that got picked on by the the smart kids the preppies the yuppies the the cool quote-unquote cool kids and inadvertently accidentally whatever uh, by the teachers giving this group more attention and praise and less attention and praise to this group they they accidentally beat this group down with their rules and their uh, standards or, and society looked down on these people and elevated these people maybe these people that were looked at as lesser because they had less money or their clothes were always dirty and disheveled uh, maybe those people wouldn't turn to drugs and at the same time you know you, I know you have people in the rich communities I'm just speaking from my personal experiences thinking of a couple friends of mine that overdosed on drugs <coughs> if in society we didn't look at people 
through a different light in a, in a different way and say, well, you're going to succeed or you have succeeded because you have this, this, and this, or you come from this background. Uh, and we just said, screw it. Everybody's equal. Everybody go out and enjoy yourself. Just don't bother anybody. You know, don't kill, don't steal. And we left it to that. Instead of saying, this is normal, you have to conform to this norm. Wouldn't we all be a lot happier? Wouldn't we all be more free, philosophically speaking? That if society didn't have some strange embedded set of uh, pre-notions that this is right and this is wrong or you have to look this way and dress this way what if everybody was just every everybody was equal well we just, you know you saw the dirty uh, unkept wino on the street corner equally with the uh, rich old man in his you know $500 blazer and his uh, quarter million dollar Rolls Royce or half a million dollars Rolls Royce, however much they cost. Uh, and you just looked at them equally. Maybe that guy on the corner wouldn't be dirty and disheveled. Maybe he would have a better self image from day one and then he would not fall into drugs and alcohol to cover his pain, you know, and even amongst your elites, your rich, whatever, you know, they have their problems and issues because, you know, they turn to drugs too because some of them are held down by the ridiculous or rigorous high, supposedly high standard of well, when you're one of the elite, you have to carry yourself this way and you have to be pompous and you have to walk around with your knees in the air. And I don't know why I'm spiking with a British accent, but that's what I think of when I think of rich, elite, pompous people. They just tisk tisk mine peasant. Um, what if we just lo loved one another, man? Imagine. <laughs> The John Lennon song. Uh, I wouldn't want to imagine a world without God, but I do believe that we don't always have to be uh, militant in our stance when it comes to translating the Bible. And yeah, there are things that are wrong, but there should be an amount of freedom. And then we let God judge. And with that, God bless y'all. Thanks for listening. You got to hear a little interviewee there by John Lennon. Some words of philosophy by the great philosopher John Lennon. And then some um, not so philosophical words by the lesser philosopher philosopher, <laughs> Big John. 
Hey, God bless y'all. Pray for one another and have yourselves a wonderful, wonderful day or night or evening or nine minutes after 3 a.m. <laughs> See y'all later.